Here we are again with another episode of Pastors Are People Too with your host, pastor, teacher, author, Taryn Gaddis. I know you've been on pins and needles all week long waiting for part two of the discussion about the discouragement our pastors face week in and week out. So, hold on to your seats and lean in and listen closely as Pastor Gaddis talks to us about different ways we can encourage our pastors. And with this being Clergy Appreciation Month, what an awesome opportunity it would be for you to take one of these suggestions and actually encourage your pastor. And not just you, maybe grab your intercessors from your church or your ministries that you may serve in and come up with something that will encourage your pastor. I guarantee you that one prayer, that one thought, that one encouragement regarding a sermon that your pastor may have preached will go a long way to keep your pastor on the wall just a little while longer. So lean in and listen closely. Pastor Gaddis has some great information for you on today. Well, first and foremost, I'll tell you, you ought to pray for your pastor. And I know that most people uh, think that is some cliche that I just say or others have said. But there are so many Christians not praying in the church. This is evident by the lack of prayers in fellowship, a lack of prayer meeting attendance and a lack of discussion about prayer in our normal lives. If you do not pray, if you have not prayed for your pastor, commit to start praying for your pastor right now. Pray for him, pray for her, and tell your pastor that you're praying for them. Pray particularly for your pastor's request and actually ask your pastor for those requests instead of generalities where you are just uh, hoping that you're praying for the things that your pastor would have you to pray for. Incorporate, incorporate your time of prayer to schedule some time to pray for him or her. Without God's sustaining grace, brothers and sisters, in the life of your pastor, your pastor will not last in ministry. And I've shared in a previous episode that the church is calling for leaders and mourning the lack of leaders. But maybe we have a lack of leaders and a lack of leadership because we have a lack of individuals who are praying. Your prayers for your pastor may be the difference between ministry failure and ministry success. 
Your prayers could be the difference between life and death. Yes, it is that important. I won't take the time, but you can Google even now pastors who have faced discouragement so much that they've ended their own lives. So pray for your pastor. Another thing that I would suggest is to communicate with your pastor. This is another form of encouragement. It's open communication. Give your pastor an update on your life, updates on your family without him prompting by asking you. Take the time to update your pastor on your life. Let your pastor know that if you that you'll be that you'll be out on vacation or, or or you'll be missing a Sunday rather than having him or her wonder if you have fallen away from the faith or you left the faith. Send words of encouragement through texts or phone calls to your pastor. Tell your pastor what you learned from the sermon. Interact with your pastor. Reaffirm your pastor's gift in, in ministry. Don't, don't, don't lie, don't flatter, but celebrate your pastor's victory in the Lord and where God has truly used your pastor. Tell your pastor how you, you're serving the church or, or how you want to serve the church. Ask your pastor where he needs help and where the church needs help and, and feel that need. Basically, just don't remain in the dark and cut him out of your life. Healthy communication with your pastor will encourage your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Communicate with your pastor and then love your pastor's family. If your pastor has a spouse and children, they are your pastor's greatest treasure after Christ. How you treat them is equal to how you treat your pastor. Loving them is loving your pastor. Being genuine friends with uh, your pastor's spouse and, his, and your pastor's children is important. All the encouraging things that you do for your pastor, go ahead and do it toward them too. Pastor's spouses can feel just as lonely and burdened as anyone else. And many pastor spouses uh, ha have tried to live up to false expectations that are placed upon them by a congregation. Be, be your pastor's family's friend. Ask them how they're how they're doing and how you can help them and how you may be able to help the children. Play with and enjoy the children as if they were your own. Ministry can be a unique burden on the family of a pastor and people are not fully aware of it. Many times people have their head in the sand when it comes to the pastor's family and the pastor's family needs and they need encouragement from the church. We need to understand that, the, that a pastor who is doing his job and doing his job well will spend a lot of time away from his family. So the way the church ought to handle that is, 
is that the pastor's family needs encouragement from the very people who the pastor is ministering to every day. Some pastors have uh, internal family problems that may or may not be known about. Being a spiritual encourager will help you make sure your pastor's family is a place of refuge and not a place of dread. You want to encourage your pastor's family. Another thing you can do to encourage the, uh, the, your discouraged pastor is to correct your pastor in love. Now, before you jump off the podcast, this episode, I want you to listen so you'll understand what I'm saying about correct your pastor in love. This may be a surprising one, but it's needed. Some pastors are discouraged because of an empathetic attitude toward members. Pastors have difficult members. They have members who criticize, who are often the loudest, and they're looking for some type of interaction or sign of life and liberty and growth in their membership. Some pastors are so discouraged by the lack of healthy dialogue that they grow weary for a lack of contribution. Give Christ-like comments to your pastor. Give meaningful contribution where th there is a place that is lacking in your pastor's life. If you, if you find something that needs correcting in your pastor's life, tell your pastor in love. On the flip side, some actually make mountains out of molehills. Don't do that. You're only going to approach in the spirit of anger and malice and criticism without the right type of love. You're doing relationships wrong if the only time that you talk to your pastor is when you feel like your pastor has done something wrong. Mix in the friendship and encouragement and your pastor, you will have your pastor's ear so that you can give thoughts of wisdom and correction in the love of Christ. Another amazing thing that would encourage a discouraged pastor is to check on your pastor. Many pastors struggle with loneliness, depression, and anxiety. This is why we've seen an increasing Increasing, increased number of pastors who are committing suicide. And I would even go further to see, to say that's why we see an increase in the media coverage of pastors who are falling in the sin. Some pastors feel very lonely in their struggle and they don't know who to turn to. Many don't have a best friend to call their own or feel like they don't have any friend at all. Some are afraid to be candid and open to their members out of sinful pride, but also there are some who are afraid in, uh, to be candid and open because they have done that before, and those that they shared with have turned around and used those conversations against them. 
So they just keep to themselves. Or maybe your pastor is just fatigued from constantly checking in on you. Even though your pastor enjoys it and loves it, it, it would be encouraging, wouldn't it? For someone to check on you, it would be encouraging to your pastor's soul if you uh, for once checked on your pastor, asking your pastor if your pastor has any sins to confess, ask your pastor what troubles they may be having, ask your pastor, is there anything that they need? Ask your pastor, is there anybody who is giving him or her uh, undue criticism? It's in the form of creative encouragement. Your pastor may not receive regular encouragement. I would go even one step further. Probably don't. Uh, doesn't. Because regular encouragement from membership is something that is foreign. But I want to say to you, anything will help. God may just use that text message or uh, that that phone call or that letter to help a pastor through his week. I was listening to a pastor share uh, with me about how um, he would often drive by certain churches and if God, the Holy Spirit led him, he would go in and, and, uh, and introduce himself to the, the pastor and and uh, simply have prayer with them. And uh, so this particular day he was driving and the Holy Spirit uh, uh, moved on his heart to stop at this particular church. And he stopped, he walked in, and, and uh, he was greeted by the church secretary and his assistant and said, uh, uh, may I see the pastor? And uh, uh, the, the secretary of the church administrator said, well, the pastor is very busy today. He said, the pastor said, well, I, I won't take but a few minutes. So she said, well, let me see. She walked in the office and came back out and said, but he only has a few moments, but he'll see you now. He says, he walked in the office, the pastor stood up and immediately said, I don't have much time, but what can I do for you? And he said, the moment he says, I stopped by to pray for you and encourage you on the work. He said, that the pastor seemed to have the air knocked out of him. He sat down in his chair and with tears in his eyes, he invites the pastor who came to pray for him to sit down. And he began to tell him, this is a stack of letters that my members have written to me that are upset with me. This is a letter, this, this stack right here is a, letter, a stack of uh, those who uh, are critics of mine. And this, this list right here, a list of members who we haven't seen who have left the church. And he says, I want to thank you for coming to pray for me. You are an answer to prayer. So I want you to check on your pastor, but then I want you to be a friend to your pastor. This is very similar to the previous point, but I want to I want to stretch it just a little bit further. Some pastors do not have many friends and could be due to a number of reasons. Providence, time constraints, 
sinful pride. If you feel like you don't have have a close friend, it's likely that your pastor feels the same way. I often tell people when I'm sharing uh, our, our ministry, praying for pastors, I, I tell them it's, it's real easy to, to, to know what to do for your pastor. If you feel like you need it, then surely your pastor needs it as well. Here's the good news. Some pastors will endure and persevere just knowing that they have a friend who they're who's there just to be a friend, sadly. And, and, and I'll tell you uh, the truth. Sadly, uh, some members only get close to the pastor for what they can get out of the pastor. So some member only, only become the pastor's friend so that they can always have a direct line to the pastor when they need prayer or when they need uh, counseling. They, they, they'll show up and say, we want to have lunch, but they'll show up with, with, with a need on their mind. And, and they don't even have, uh, and they never genuinely check on them. But to be a friend, you ought to call, not only call when you have a problem, but you ought to just call, not only when you have biblical, you need a biblical advice given to you. Honestly, pastors are not superhuman. Pastors are human, and pastors are people too. They have feeling, they have trouble, and they take things personal too. And I cannot stress enough how much friendship means to a pastor who feels alone. Some just want a friend for godly release and want a friend to just hang out with. They want someone to talk to about anything other than ministry and politics and problems. They, they, they say, I just, want, I, just want, I just want to talk to somebody about something else. They want a, someone to relax around, someone who will let your pastor figuratively let down your pastor's hair. If... You have a good pastor. It's likely that your pastors have tried to befriend you or others before. So please respond to your pastor efforts to befriend you. Reach out to your pastor and try to befriend your pastor in a natural way. Don't bombard the pastor's office. Pastor, I was listening to pastors are people too, and I want to be your friend. No, let it be natural. You may be his only friend in this season. And then I want you to love God's people for your pastor. Going in the spiritual battle all by yourself can be taxing on the soul. Paul writes, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the ruler of darkness. Pastors sometimes feel like they are fighting the war all alone and that, that they, own, they are on all fronts in their own church. Come alongside your pastor 
serve your pastor, and it will be a great encouragement for your pastor's soul. This is not to say that your primary motivation in life is to please your pastor. No, ministry is not done for the pastor's glory. It's done for Christ's glory. However, simply serve, serve in your context with the gift God has given you and the talents that you have. It'll go a long way for your pastor and will glorify Christ. Be intentional about being present on Sunday at church fellowship gathering. Prioritize God's people in your life in a season where many refuse to love God's people. This is a welcome oasis for your pastor to observe the church. Loving one another basically will be one of the sweetest sights and one of the sweetest sounds. And it would encourage your pastor to continue the ministry. And he'll gladly, gladly give his life to serve you. But then, lastly, we want you, if you want to encourage the discouraged pastor, love Christ for your pastor. This is really what, what will bring it all together and encourage your discouraged pastor the most. Your pastor's working for your joy in Christ and has no greater joy than seeing you love Christ in your own personal life. This goes beyond this the superficial religious acts that go and it goes against the, the notion that we're we're doing all this because we do not want to let our pastor down. No, nothing can be farther from the truth. A genuine love and fire for Christ will show itself naturally in the church and will show in how you love your pastor. Love for Christ cannot be hidden and it will not stay hidden. It will show itself and affect the lives of others, including the life of your pastor. This is really the heart of Pastor Word Ministry. And why your pastor labors so hard for you. Your pastor is praying that your love for Christ will be steadfast. And that it will be unmovable. And that you will be well with God. Your pastor is praying that you will be victorious over your sin. And find godly success in your efforts. This will bring him great joy. In knowing that God used both of you as teammates to accomplish the godly goals that God has set for that ministry. So please commit your commit to living the Christian life alongside your pastor. You're there to do this thing together as teammates. That's why we're here sharing pastors our people too. Because our prayer is, is that those who stand in the pulpit will join those who sit in the pew. And those who sit in the pew will join those who stand in the pulpit. And together, as a team, they will win the victory. Because there's no special formula, just both the pew and the pulpit lo loving Christ will give Glory to God.
do this and it'll bring encouragement to your pastor's discouraged heart. Your pastor just wants to be cherished. The same great savior that he cherishes, you cherishes. So why not team up together with your pastor? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for sending our pastors to shepherd the church. We're grateful for the love that you put in our pastor's heart for you and your people. We appreciate the unique set of gifts and talents that enriches our pastor's ministry and also blesses our church. Thank you for his, thank you for our pastor's ability to handle the word. Thank you for our pastor's willingness to, to pray. Would you in turn bless the pastors today? Help pastors to see, sense your presence in such a sweet way. Fill pastors up. Lord, and use the pastor for your glory today. And show each of us how we can support and encourage our pastors. Thank you for good leaders. And so finally, Father, we, we thank you and we pray for the fruits of the Spirit in our pastor's life. That love and joy and peace and patience will guide. And that kindness and goodness will be companions. And faithfulness will be the model. And that gentleness and self-control will be evident in all things that they do. Help the pastor to see each person today through your eyes. But then likewise, allow us as people to see our pastor through your eyes. Help us to see when our pastors are weary. Help us to see when our pastors are worried. Help us to see when our pastors are worn out. Help us to see when our pastors are discouraged and depleted and, and downtrodden, help us to see and help us to be the answer that our pastor needs. Father, help us to be those that will lift up the arms of our pastors. We know your word says that you'll give pastors after your own heart. Help us to see you in our pastor. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for the pastors that you've given us. And we pray for each of them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. Wow, I don't know about you, but I am learning so much about the life of a pastor. And this episode has really shed light on the fact that pastors are people too. And in the same way that I may become discouraged, 
and you may become discouraged, so does your pastor. So prayerfully, the Holy Spirit whispered as you listen to this episode about a way that you can encourage your pastor in this season. And remember, one of the best ways to encourage your pastor is exactly what Praying for Our Pastors Fellowship stands for, and that is to pray for him or her. When you pray for your pastor, pray for your pastor, your pastor's spouse, your pastor's finances, your pastor's future, your pastor's wisdom, your pastor's strength, your pastor's inability that it would be replaced by God's ability. So many different things that you can pray for your pastor about. And if you feel led on today to become a prayer champion, not just for your pastor, but for pastors across the country, text the word pray to 405-622-8448. And if you're a pastor who wants to be covered under the umbrella of Praying for a Pastor's Fellowship, text the word pastor to 405-622-8448. It would be our honor to pray for you.